Energy healing is a spiritual solution for a seemingly physical problem. Welcome, I'm Caitlin Kuhn, the Energy Tuner. I'm a radionics practitioner, master Reiki, integrative reflexologist, and health kinesiologist. I'm going to teach you all about energy healing and energy work. This podcast is for the novice and expert. We dive into all things energy, from the obscure to the mainstream, and taking you from attention to intention. Energy healing in its simplest definition is the balancing of the coherence of the system. Your system is your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies that make up your multi-dimensional being. And I will teach you exactly what that means and show you the magic that is in you and the universe and how they work together. This transformational work will help you find and follow your heart and soul's desires, meet your divine complement, and facilitate miracles. Get ready to tune in. Hello friends, today I have an awesome special treat, my very first guest, Marty Lucas. Marty is a gifted radionic teacher, practitioner, and creator of some of the most amazing energy tools. Marty's approach to radionics, in my opinion, is fun, magical, and open to all the possibilities and potentials in and of the universe. Glad to have the self-proclaimed energy mechanic here to join us today. This is going to be a great conversation. I hope you enjoy. All right. So we are here with Marty Lucas. Super excited to have him. The first thing I want to ask you is how you got started in radionics, because I'm sure that it's a good story. <laughs> well, thank you for, for inviting me. And, and I really got into radionics kind of through the back door. Um, years ago, my mother was uh, diagnosed with uh, emphysema, and the doctors had basically sent her home with no hope. And so I began studying nutrition and found that there was an awful lot we could do nutrition wise that could really help her. Uh, and so we, you know, we started implementing a lot of different nutrition things and um, had some great success. Uh, and I took that nutrition knowledge and applied it to livestock. And, and we had just a tremendous amount of success, but we found that there were some things that nutrition simply didn't handle. And that kind of led me into homeopathy. Uh, mm. And and again, um, you know, homeopathy is a great opportunity to learn an awful lot. But then there were some things that the homeopathy didn't handle. And so that took me to the radionics. And uh, gosh, that's been about 20 years now I've been doing the radionics. So yeah, that's, that, that's my story in a nutshell. Nobody's a disbeliever in the trenches, right? <laughs> that, that is absolutely right. You know, when you you know, once you've had your first, and I say this radionic miracle, or once you've had your success, you can't deny it anymore. And that is the difference between knowing and knowing about. And I encourage everybody if they're, as they're getting into this, uh, is to do the work and do the analysis and watch the results. Because once you see the results, your le logical left mind is going to come up with all the reasons why radionics couldn't work, but you'll run out of excuses and you'll realize, okay, this actually does work. Uh, and then you're down the rabbit hole and there's no turning back. 
there is a lot in this rabbit hole too. I the more I learn, the more I'm like amazed at it, it's it's an old practice, but it's kind of an untouched practice in many ways. I agree. And and as we are doing the radionics, and so many of these different healing modalities and health modalities and wellness modalities kind of keep to their own lane, if you will. Uh, and one thing about radionics is that um, we have a tendency to wander into other people's lanes, and we find out that the things that all these other people are doing apply to our work, and our work applies to them. So there is so much to learn out there. And even as we study the, you know, the ancient texts and uh, the native uh, healing traditions and the ancient shamanic traditions, we find out that we're mostly doing a lot of the same work. We're just using different tools to do it. And so I can learn from any of these healers and take it back to the lab and use it. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's kind of what I did. I I had a practice before, but it, it just was kind of missing something. And so I kind of, I, I, I loved it, but I wasn't in love with it. So then I decided I needed to get a real job. <laughs> so I did that for a while and then just kept kind of getting called towards something else. And anyways, it was a pretty cool story about how I kind of landed on radionics. But, but then I was able to marry those prior practices into it. And it's so interesting, the more like I dive in, how you can kind of put all of it in there and yet still have it separate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and, and I think one of the things that we have um, that, that is an advantage over a lot of the other um, modalities is that we don't have a lot of those traditions that define and confine us. Um, so when somebody yes. comes up to us and they've been doing work with, you know, heart math or psyche or homeopathy or crystals or whatever, we're not confined to say, okay, well, that just won't work with us. Uh, it opens it up and we go, wow, I can apply that. I can use what they're doing and take it another step further because I'm not confined to anybody else's practices. You know, I don't have some guru standing up there saying, oh, this is what you can do and this is what you can't do. Um, with radionics, really, the blinders are off and we can do about whatever we want to. Agreed. I, I would say that that's kind of a blessing and a curse because I think – for the folks that don't have a way to kind of create their own system, it's hard for them to get going because they don't, it's hard to, to put the pieces together into thinking, okay, what's the next step? And that's why, that was part of the reason I was like, you know what, I'm going to start doing some educational stuff like through my podcast or through some videos because it took me a few months to kind of marry it all together and to come up with a system that I, for one, saw results, but also that made sense to me. And I think for some people, it's almost the sky is such the limit that they have a limit of themselves because they don't know where to start. Uh, agree. You know, and it's when I started with radionics, it was very left brain, very, um, very detail oriented, very symptom oriented, um, and uh, very meticulous in um, in looking at all the pieces and parts. 
And what I found early in my radionic career is that I didn't have the patience to do that kind of work. And two, <laughs> I wanted to find out what that cause was. And I'm not going to find the cause in the physical symptom. You know, I've got to keep on digging deeper. And I think that's probably making the biggest breakthrough in my practice is that as I've dug deeper, um, I'm finding, you know, just absolutely near miraculous results, you know, by getting closer to that cause. Right. Right. That's a, it's a good place for people to remember to kind of, the symptom is the cure and that you're following that thread all the way down. Yes. And, and keep following it and find out, okay, if, you know, if the energy is not moving, why isn't it moving? You know, if there's a blockage there, you know, and let's say that the blockage is an emotional blockage of, of anger, fear, hate, whatever. Okay, if there's that blockage there, why is that there? Why are they holding on to that? You know, what's going on that I can, so I can dissolve that blockage and get the energy moving again? Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. So you were saying that, you know, it used to be very left-brained. I feel like it's definitely shifted. And I think you are a huge advocate. I love when you say, um, if it works for you, it works because we all get there in such different ways and we have different ideas. And I feel like belief systems are such a huge part in the work that we do. Can you talk about all that for a minute? Well, you know, I think you're absolutely spot on. Um, we each have our own unique filter with the cosmos to creator, to, um, you know, the, to God or what, however you want to communicate with, uh, with the universe. And that filter is a two way filter. Uh, so that, you know, I have my perspective and so I get the answers coming back in a way that I can understand. And I get results that come back that work for me. And they may not necessarily work for you because you've got a completely different perspective. But that doesn't mean that they don't work. And so when you find something that works for you, uh, don't let anybody else stand in the way of it. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, when, uh, when I was working with a, um, you know, some of the other radionics uh, folks early on, uh, there was one fellow that is a very devout Catholic, and he used to place icons of the different saints, you know, in the well and on his instruments. And that made absolutely no sense to me whatsoever, and partly because I didn't really understand what was going on. It was fairly early in my career, and partly because, you know, it just seemed like, you know, what, what is this he's doing? But I tried it, and it works. Uh, and since it works, I'm not going to stand in the way, you know, I'm not going to let my not being able to explain it interfere with my success. And, you know, since then I've been able to figure out that, okay, yeah, each one of those icons, you know, represents a certain energy pattern, um, and is actually a reagent of that energy pattern. And he was applying those energy patterns. That's okay. Now it makes perfect sense to me, but it was working for him under a completely different understanding. So right. the right. point is it works. It works. Awesome. Um, the big thing I really want to talk to you about, because it was such a big shift for me, um, is your 
Journey of Fulfillment series, I was at a really weird place in life when I took your class and it just it just wasn't super joyful and I was like tired and it was just a weird time of life and um and the radionics just clicked like instantly in class I just I don't think I really even paid attention to you I spent the whole time playing with all of your reagents because it was just like magic like I felt like I was like a little witch over there like you know stirring a brew and I just had so much fun but I knew cuz you you pulled out the um, Journey of Fulfillment series, and you're like, you should hold on to these. And I like, I looked at them, and was like, ah, uh, this is this is dangerous. This is gonna be a crazy shift. Like I was like, things are not gonna be the same, and they weren't. When I got home within 30 days, my whole life had shifted, and it was a series of magical events. But I do want to know, it wasn't all roses and unicorns. There were a lot of learning tears and, uh, you know, maybe healing crisis. Not that I'm against healing crisis. I think it's super needed in, in drastic terms sometimes. But it was pretty wild. And I think that, you know, bringing in heart and soul's desire, like, really illuminated and cleared the path for me. So I just really want to talk, talk about that because it was just, those are so unique. Well, the, the premise behind that series is that um, each of us is here for a specific reason and that we are uniquely qualified to do whatever it is we're supposed to be doing while we're here on this planet. But the way our society has raised us and the way that we fit in with everything is that instead of trying to be us, um, we're trying to be you know, the perfect husband, we're trying to be the good employee, we're yeah. trying to be the good student, we're trying to be the good this, we're trying to be the good that. And so when Gail West started telling me about heart's desire and soul's desire, again, I thought, okay, that's heart's desire, that's what, that's what kids think about when they're in junior high. You know, and I never even thought about soul's <laughs> desire. And, and if I did, I considered it to be you know, juvenile and maybe even selfish. <laughs> right. But when I when I started working with it, I realized that not only is it is it neither of those, but the heart and soul's desire are exactly who we are supposed to be and why we're supposed to be here. That's and quotable. When we can begin to resonate with those, everything changes. Mm -hmm. And at a I think it changes at a very deep level and, yes. and you touched on some of the, some of the changes, but you know, suddenly the stuff that was important isn't important anymore. And, and all of those doubts and fears that we had, you know, okay, you know, am I tall enough? Am I good looking enough? Am I thin enough? Am I smart enough? Am I this enough? Am I that enough? All that goes away because you're not trying to be, anything but who you really are and with that confidence and with that change of perspective it's like the whole universe stands behind you to make it happen and uh it's been um 
an absolute blessing for me to stumble upon it. You know, I would love to say that, you know, it was hard work and study and, and all this rather, but, you know, I honestly think it was a gift directly from spirit. Uh, and, and it is absolutely life-changing. You are right. It, it truly was. I, I can't even tell people how wild it was. And I knew it the minute I touched them, you know? And then I went back again for a second time and was like, I just want to do it again just because it was so fun the first time. And then I like the second time I was like, oh man, things are going to happen. And I wasn't sure what, but you just have like a feeling. And then things just started spiraling. And, and it's, I, I think everybody needs that set. Everybody needs to experience that that set and and talk about how is it is it five reagents well, in, in... I've, I've added some I've added some additional reagents I've got the um, I've got the the first reagent to get you into the heart space mm-hmm. um, and that helps people that haven't done a lot of that work be able to get into the heart space and then I have them bring their heart's desire into their heart space and hold it and when they're ready then bring in their soul's desire with their heart's desire and hold it there in the heart space. And that's when we can start having some fun. Um, once we've got the heart and soul's desire in the heart space, I mean, you can stay at that for as long as you want for a few minutes or hours or whatever. Uh, but then you start to, okay, where do I want to go from here? And, uh, you know, one of the places you can go from there is you can go to creator's purpose. I, yes, you know, I have I'm, that I'm, one too. And that one is also amazing. When I got that one, it was all of a sudden like, then my practice kind of just formed itself. It was pretty wild. That one, I love that one too. It's a really good one. And, uh, and then for those that like to travel, um, uh, there is Galactic Center. And uh, the Galactic Center is where all the energy and the information in this part of uh, the galaxy, uh, comes from. And so that's where all the answers are. Uh, and there's, you know, that's where all the truth is. Uh, and you know, you can either go there or not. And then if you really want to have some fun, um, then I've added three to that and it's, you can calibrate to the angels. You can calibrate to soul, which is the sun, or you can calibrate to Gaia, which is the earth. And interesting. So once you're standing in that power spot of you, um, then you can say, okay, um, I'm on even footing now. Let me go ahead and touch bases with Mother Earth. And, I love it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's Sounds fun. awesome. Absolutely fun. You know what's interesting about heart and soul? So obviously we know that in the womb, we're not sure when the soul enters, but I think it sparks right when things ignite because it nothing else makes sense to me. But then the heart is the first organ to form in the zygote. So they are the first two things always. Isn't that interesting? And it is the first thing that society wants us to throw away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We don't want you to follow your heart and soul's design. We want you to be the perfect little cog in our machine. 
Exactly. You know, and I, I, I feel like I've asked some family members and friends and a couple clients, you know, what brings you joy? And there are so many people right now that can't name one thing that brings them joy. They don't know anything about their heart or soul right now. And that is very, I, I mean, I was there. I was there. I, I understand, but it's, it's a very unpleasant place to be. And it's hard to manifest. It's hard to make magic. It's, I don't, I don't even know how I lived before. This year I've had more energy and more zest for life. I feel like I'm alive. And there's no fear. And there's no, what? Well, I mean, I'm a little afraid of the dark still, but. <laughs> well, okay, we'll go with it. But, but I mean, as, as far as, you know, what is tomorrow going to bring me? Oh gosh. You know. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's like every day is Christmas morning. You know, I'm not sure what's going to happen today, but I know that whatever's going to happen is going to be really cool. And I just expect it to be really cool. And with that change in perspective, you know, maybe I'm just noticing all the cool things that are happening or maybe more cool things are happening to me all the time or whatever, but it's been, you know, when the sun comes up in the morning, it brings me joy. It's just everything. Everything. Uh, The small things. It's, It's interesting, like, when you're happy, and you're content and you're you're on the path everything brings you joy you know having just enough honey for one more cup of coffee and you're like yes perfect amount like just little things just little nuances little synchronicities that make life just you just feel like you're smiling all the time you know yeah and and I'm not I'm not going to say that you know um you know, I don't have, you know, lumps in the road and, you know, and I don't sometimes wake up on the wrong side of the bed and sometimes fall off the path. You know, I'm, I'm human like everybody else, but the, the overall change has been so dramatic. I cannot imagine what it would be like to live like the people around me. It would be, it would suck. Well, and I think it's, it's actually become harder for me to be out and about like longer. Like I, I have to come home more often than I did before because I, I just find like some of the things that people are living in, you know, just their their own toxic or you're not even toxic, just their own sadness. It's hard for me to be around because I'm like, what are you doing? You know, I, I'm trying to get past my own judgmentalness and try to like figure out a way. How can I help them transmute their own thing? But it's it's almost harder for me to be around it because I'm so not in it. I'm so not there. It's like when you're sober, you can't be around drunk people, you know. Absolutely, and you know, and I when I travel, you know, I carry the mirror of life with me, um, and it kind of protects me and shield me with a lot of those energies uh, for just exactly that reason. It's just so yuck to go out in the real world and, you know, and go, Oh my gosh, you people actually live like this. You know, I just, (laughs) you know, and and not to, and again, I don't want to be judgmental either because I was certainly, you know, at least partly there, if not wholly there. Um, but I'm certainly not going to go back and I'm not going to do anything that's going to, you know, interfere with where I'm going. Um, I'm not sure where, 
uh, this path is going to lead. But I do know that wherever it leads, it's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm going to have a good time doing it. And the funny thing is, so I had a really, really great job offer a couple months ago. And the pay was like absurd. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And you know what? It fell through. And I was like really bummed for a few days. And then I was like, oh, it's because that's not my path. I'm not supposed to be doing that. So it's it was yeah. it was and then and then later I was like so grateful because as I saw things kind of unfold I was like ooh that's not for me that's not at all what I want to do that's kind of yucky but the big paycheck was really enticing but the universe kind of had my back and was like honey no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yes and and could I be enticed by a big paycheck absolutely but. Who would put up with me at this point? <laughs> <laughs> because I know that my path is going to be following my heart and soul's desire, and that probably is not going to fit into anyone else's plan. Very true. You know, I just and uh, um, you know, in in my business, uh, you know, and I've been working with the heart and soul's desire now for for over a year. Um, you know, my lab is completely booked. Um, you know, I I would add more instruments, but I really don't have any room to add more instruments. Uh, and first world and, problems. You know, that, yeah, it's a real world. But you know, the the next thing is, um, you know, I don't want the work to interfere with my research, and the universe is not going to let that happen. Yeah, because there's a few more things I'm supposed to bring in before I'm done. And so, okay, um, you know, I'm going to, the work is going to validate what I'm doing, but it's not going to interfere with it. And when I finally understood that, that was a great relief. It was like, oh, okay, cool. I don't have to worry about, you know, whether this is going to happen or that going to happen because, you know, everything's going to break just so that, it's supposed to. Yes. Yes. It always works out the way it's supposed to. Some, it does. Somehow or it some does. way. It, I, I've, I've learned I need to quit worrying about the how because it just happens. And usually in the most round roundabout, weird way, you know. It, it, it does. But... If we don't have that connection with who we really are, then it is a matter of, of faith and trusting as opposed to knowing. Yes. And there's oh, a big difference that. between knowing and, and faith, in my opinion. You know, I've, I've got uh, several old, uh, old tractors out here on the farm, and, and, uh, and I've got one that I think will start. I've, I've got <laughs> another one that I've got faith that it'll start. <laughs> Uh, but when I get into my pickup, I know it'll start. <laughs> That's a great analogy. I love it. <laughs> so, so in in life, I don't want to be you know in faith. You know, I want to be in knowing, and and it's because it is so much more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and it's so much more confident to simply you know walk in and know. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, so if I go into the grocery store and I'm supposed to be picking up something and it's not there, well, I'm not supposed to be picking it up there. 
okay, next. And you know, just go on from there. Mm, I love it. I, yeah, it's a, but again, that's what radionics has given us. Uh, it's given us that path to freedom that I don't know that I ever would have found it any other way. Uh, and I don't know anybody outside of our work that has been able to find this path without spending, you know, their entire life searching for it. So, you know, a, a dear friend of mine had spent several years as a monk, uh, in Tibet, you know, doing the whole monk thing. Uh, and when I gave her the heart and soul's desire, it was earth changing for her. And I thought, wow, here is somebody who, you know, was doing it for real. I mean, you know, doing right. the whole monk thing and the, and the, you know, and suddenly, you know, out in the middle of, you know, nowhere, Iowa, you know, we were able to bring frequencies in that she had been working very diligently for. And I think that that's partly because with the change of frequency, this stuff is available. And I don't think that these frequencies were even available for us to be able to manipulate until just the last few years. Yes. Yes. That's a, we should do the next podcast all about that. <laughs> There's a uh -oh. lot to be said about uh -oh. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, uh, um, you know, as we start playing around with some of the other things I was, um, I was following what Brian Besco has, uh, has been, uh, teaching. And he said that he had just got through, uh, removing the, oh, what, what did he call it? Um, the program of suffering that had been oh, yeah, installed, yeah. uh, on humanity. And I thought, well, you know what, this might be a good time to start, you know, measuring and releasing karmic bonds. And, oh, buddy, if you want to have some fun, start releasing karmic bonds. Interesting. Well. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, in your own lab, um, here's two things for you to look at. One of them um, is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the limitations are the ones that we, that we, we build between our ears. Right? Those are our limitations. So, you know, see, you know, just go ahead and measure your limitations and then measure your capability and see where you're supposed to be at. Ooh, that's a great one. Now, that, now when you start releasing limitations, um, you know, just, just be slow and easy on it because, you know, just as when we're releasing physical toxins, they have to get out of our system. Um, well, all of that emotional and limitation toxins, you know, are stored in our tissues. So we have to release them at a rate where we can handle the release. Because, <laughs> well, uh, you can release that stuff too fast. I believe it. I believe it. Well, I'm getting the red light because we're at 30 minutes. So I'm going to wrap up and then um, chat with you after. But. Thank you so much for being on. I can't wait to talk to you again. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's absolutely my pleasure. And, uh, and for those that are listening, that are looking about, you know, about radionics, you know, get a hold of Kaylin and have her help you get started and answer your questions. Um, this is a, a phenomenal feeling uh, field. And in, in my life, it's been an extraordinarily blessing. 
So thank oh, you, thank Caitlin, you. For, for inviting me on. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Are you interested in radionics? I love helping people get started in radionics through my self-designed paper instrument. You can find it at theenergytuner.com tools. You'll also find more information on private sessions, my blog, and other fun tidbits that will aid you on your energy work journey.